You know that Ethan in Hebrew means firm? They might as well call it Mattress Ethan. <laughs> All right, we have the intro. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke. I'm just being, I'm trying to cut in on some prof- profits. 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 I'm just trying to sponsor, I'm just trying to get sponsored by Mattress Firm. Or mattress I'm trying to make Ethan. some cosh and some profits. <laughs> Welcome to the crunch. That's so loud. <clears throat> Let me start a bit closer, a bit more intimate. Welcome to the crunch. No, that's still too loud. One more time. <laughs> Ready? Take it, roll it back. <clears throat> There's a plane going by overhead, so I don't think we're going to get this in one take. Welcome to the crunch. What was that a reference crunch. to? It is your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. What was that a reference to? I was a reference to absolutely nothing. Just the fact that a reference to the, to the large metallic bird flying over my house. <laughs> it does not re- reference to anything. I'm just legitimately having a hard time starting the podcast. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I had or the podcast did start, right? Yeah, yeah. We're oh, yeah, cool. We're live. We're, we're at, I, we're I, really, I had an idea really a while ago, and I forgot to bring it. I forgot to run it by you. So let's sure. do it live on on the podcast. No, Doctor yeah. Ethan's marriage prep was a bust. Oh, it absolutely was. And I figured out why. Because I am unfunny. No, it's of course not. That's only half of the reason. Okay. It, it's because me and Phoebe have a perfect relationship. Hmm. You don't hmm. you don't need to give us marriage advice because uh-huh. we already have all of the advice. Like like literally they call him no hasn't been advice. married yet. Hasn't been married yet. Has not had a major fight in a marriage yet. <laughs> Still thinks and everything's okay. So I think cuz they don't live together. <laughs> haven't had a fight yet. Haven't I had think, a fight yet. I think what I think I think what uh, what we should do for Doctor Ethan's marriage prep is is not it's not uh, Doctor Ethan's marriage prep, it's Doctor Ethan's dating corner where people okay. send us anonymously. Oh, we get anonymously back to the roots. Send us their dating questions, and we we give them advice. I would love nothing more than to give dating advice to people. Honest to God. I think that that is my calling in life. I'm going to become, I am going to, Jason Everett is going to retire and I'm going to step into his. <laughs> we released the first episode of this and Jason Everett uh, calls video, me. video conferences us, which you know he will. Avid uh-huh. listener, Jason Everett. Yeah. And he'll just be, he'll just be an old man. Yes. Just be like, it's time for me to retire. You you just, I, I just, I don't know what happened. You released this episode. I heard mm-hmm. it. It fell upon my ears. And like the Santa Claus or Evan Almighty, I immediately <laughs> grew a large beard mm-hmm. and a ton of wrinkles. And I got angina. That's a heart condition. It was bound to happen eventually. <laughs> so I, if I'd you rather be do you this, than If you want to do this, people should send us their yeah. dating questions. And we'll no, read them anonymously that's... on the crunch. Did you hear what I what the the audio that I sliced into the podcast last week from our very first episode? No. You should go back and and listen to it because it's <laughs> it's so funny cuz we're trying so like you were super keen on getting into the topic and I was still kind of like bantering a little bit and so you asked me a question of like, "Oh, are you dating anybody?" and then I I couldn't hear you like or the internet cut out or something and I said, "What?" and then you said, "What?" I said, should we introduce the podcast? And then you were like, yeah. And it was just the most amazing interaction that I think we've ever had. <laughs> and we've we've had interactions. We've had some interactions. You've seen me have meltdowns. I have? Probably. 
That's probably true. I mean, we I generally keep my cool, so <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know. I think we both keep our cool just about different things. That's fair. Like you, I'm really good at keeping my cool about uh like speaking and uh how to interact with other people. Yeah? Yeah. Well, maybe not that. <laughs> and I and I don't. Is that what you're saying? Yes. What? And you you keep your cool about relationships. Oh. And I don't, which is why I'm most primed to give advice <laughs> to anybody who sends in questions to info at the crunchcast.com. I've the never gotten or the crunch in front of a crowd ever. Facebook. No, it's not like we paced around in a room at a camp in the middle of Kansas City, Missouri for an hour before we were supposed to go on stage to give a 20 minute podcast that we've already done. <laughs> not like that happened specifically. That was so dumb. Yeah. Oh man, it was such a well. We just we just wanted to make sure that David Calavita didn't think we were silly. We really, yeah. Gosh, he was, he's he was so on top of it. In real life. He's, well, he's just so professional, and that he we're is, not and that. Just, and you're just like you're just. Like, it's like he's like you're so cool, David. Please be my yeah. friend. <laughs> oh man, so please Guess, send us oh. in your dating questions, and just remember, odds are she doesn't listen, so it's you're safe. I love how it's immediately directed to dudes because we know that the girls don't that, have any problems. No, no. The, the... <laughs> um, guess what I did this weekend for the first time? Um, talk to a girl. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I'm 23. Uh, I went to the casino. Oh, yeah. You told me about. No, you tweeted about that. That's different. I tweeted about it. Somebody told me that I needed to go to confession and I just ignored him. Yeah, it's probably the best bet. <laughs> but. I went with, so some of the guys on the soccer team were like, hey, we're going to the casino. Do you want to come? And normally I'd be like, ah, uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. But this time I was like, all right, I need to be better about spending time with guys where they are. So I went to the casino with them. Den of thieves. <laughs> yes. I went into the casino and it, it smelled like smoke, which was great. I'd only been in a casino twice before and I had never gambled either time. Yeah. And I know that it doesn't always work out this way, but I only brought twenty dollars in, and I knew that's that's what I was willing to lose. Yeah. If I if I doubled my money, I was going to be happy, and if more than that happened, I was going to be really happy. And so we literally just played blackjack. We didn't even play at a table. We played at one of those computerized versions of blackjack. <laughs> and so I could just literally all I did was I sat there and I just bet one dollar on every hand, and if I lost. I would bet $2 to get that money back. And if I lost that, then I would bet $4. And if that didn't work, I would go back to just betting $1 and try to win back up again. Uh-huh. And using this method, I got to be like $70 up. Oh, wow. I know. And and then I, I bet really big because <laughs> I, <laughs> I got cocky. And then I went back to just being $20 up. And then I crawled my way back. And meanwhile, all the guys next to me, I'm still playing with the money that I just brought and then had won. Like yeah. I didn't, I was never in the red. But the guys that I was with, they kept going back to the ATM. Oh, no. And I, was, I kept being like, no, stop. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. And they'd just be like, all right, fine. I'll put another 20 in. And I'm like, no, don't. But I, let's just leave it at this. I'm not going to say any names. But I was the only one who walked out not triple digits in the hole. Ooh. Yeah. Triple? Triple. Yikes. That's more than double, folks. But uh, so – as a group, we didn't have a good time, but I individually had a phenomenal time because I won $60. <laughs> Which is pretty nice. And, you know, the thing is... I bought Chipotle the next day to celebrate. Yeah, that's 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 the perfect... That's perfect. I, right. Ethan, I've been meaning to ask you, can yeah. I borrow $60? Oh, funny that you say that. We, I can't... My internet just went out, 
And so, <laughs> and all of my bank accounts got hacked. Sorry. <laughs> my Venmo broke. And, and all of my change got stolen I by. I have no money. Yes. And I have no, I have no, this is all uh, goodbye. Patreon.com slash the crunch. Slash the crunch. Um, but it was fun. You ever been to a casino? You ever been a gambling man? No, I've never, I've never done that. I know my, my dad was super and still is super into poker. Really? Um, I like poker. He likes it as like a game. He used to, we yeah. used to watch world series of poker all That's, the time. I love watching poker. He would, he Low would key. record world series of poker and we would uh-huh. watch. Oh, that's and fun. He would also go to turn charity tournaments sometimes, which is oh. fun. And like poker, poker is a, a pretty fun game, right? And mm-hmm. and so like we like we used to like to play it in youth group and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. teaching I mean, them, teaching them good never, lessons. It was never, it was never really gambling, right? right. It was always just, just like everybody it. has these plastics, and you want to win yeah. all the plastic. But my 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 problem with poker, okay, um, playing it recreationally, okay. And I think this is why people usually just play it with money. Is have you ever played it with someone who just stops Doesn't, caring halfway oh. through? Yeah, it's no fun. Yeah, because then, because then, what happens is someone. This would happen all the time. Someone would decide to stop playing, mm-hmm. which is fine, but they would go all in on their last hand, and then whoever won that hand would just got, be big stack bully. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, we, all it took was one person to quit, and then one yeah. person would become like double the power, and it would just, it would just. It's just not no fun. Be fun by the end. Why can't we all? Why can't we all commit? Yeah, exactly. Or That's the problem least, with the teens these days is that they can't commit to a fake game of poker. Yeah, right. But the, pro- what's but the problem was, I, I, I'm still mad about this to this yeah. day because I'm like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't agree to a rule where like, oh, if you want to quit, say it ahead of time and then put all your chips back. No, mm-hmm. they were like, no, I want to go all in. I want to see what happens. It's like, because <laughs> I might win on the, on a seven two. Yeah, <laughs> get out yeah. of here. So anyway. um, no, I really like I I got sucked into the Poker Stars YouTube hole this oh, yeah. summer <laughs> and I watched a ton of clips of now I'm very familiar with all of the top famous poker players that I did not know even existed until right very recently, but it's a do you think it's a big how, deal do you think apparently. That, do you think they view each other the way we view Catholic celebrities? Yeah. Do you think it's like similar, you know? Yeah, I would absolutely say so. When I when I hear people talk about Catholic celebrities, I I I I feel like when have you ever watched parks and rec uh yeah when like when leslie's talking about like the the people the department of it of the interior of the interior is like yeah that's how I, I feel. so I, don't, I'm, I mean i watched it i'm not that familiar with the with the jokes do you know what else i did this weekend what else did you do? i cut my finger open on a knife okay <laughs> why didn't you lead with that that's interesting <laughs> what were you doing <laughs> i was doing the dishes oh and you reached let me in. tell you this let me tell you this okay yeah. some people I'm not going to name names yet again. But you only live with like four people, so it's all right. pretty clear. No, no, no. This was at the church. Oh. So oh. I reach in. So when, you, when you're doing the dishes and you say, hmm, these are dirty and I could clean them, but instead I'm just going to fill them up with water and let them sit, not that they need to soak, not that there's any casserole gunk baked on. You're just going to yeah. let them soak instead of cleaning them. And then – Underneath all of the dishes that you are letting, quote unquote, soak, you place two very sharp knives. It causes 23-year-old men to get injured. <laughs> Let's think about the children for once, please. I swear, letting it soak was invented by college freshmen. Oh, absolutely. I, every, it's a, it's, whenever it's I was, just I was a, an RA. It's a nonsensical do... thing. It doesn't even make – it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. It's no. just a way to – pretend like you've done something you're like oh water cleans things right that's all i do to my hands after i poop is i just run them underwater so it's it like must spraying your laundry them. with febreze 
right? It's, it's the exact <laughs> same thing. When I was an RA, we used to have to do the dishes at the end of the night if people yeah. left them. Yeah. And so, and every night I would walk downstairs and there's like someone who used a pan to make like spaghetti or like mac and cheese uh, mm-hmm. or God forbid pan eggs. spaghetti and something with cheese on it. And it's just cake. It's just sitting in the, uh-huh. in the sink. I'm like, buddy, just take a sponge and scrub it. It's fine. Cause it's actually easier to clean it when Before. you've just used it. All right. Anyway, you know what? This is not the podcast for this, but this two minute rant. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting kind of, kind of fired up. Getting kind of fired up. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me. Uh, it makes me want to want to go back to see the other times that I've been fired up. It's time for hot take time machine. Hot Take Time Machine Machine is a segment where we take a look back at the prime of our social media posting. If you have a hot take five years or older, DM it to at the Crunchcast on Twitter or Instagram or email info at thecrunchcast.com. Ethan, would you like to start us off? Uh, Sure. So I I found one today from a little bit older. This is January 15th, 2012. It's about seven, seven years ago. Um. This is the beginning of my, I suppose you could say, politically active stage on Facebook. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's not, not politics per se. It's just kind of a uh, hot button issues, I guess. Yeah. A, a political yeah. In, a, in a manner of speaking. Um, oh, it has a, oh, oh it, the comment must have been deleted. Anyway. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> January 5th, 2012. I don't know why people are hating on Tim Tebow for not accepting the It Gets Better Project's endorsement. He already has a crap load on his plate. Not only is he building a hospital in the Philippines, but he is also involved with focus on the family. All of that on top of being in the NFL. He can't do everything, you guys. Calm down. He definitely earns my respect. <laughs> and somewhere Tim Tebow is sitting so, in a dark room by himself, <laughs> and he, he searches himself on Facebook, and he goes, Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, 12-year-old Ethan. Raises the fist in support. The bro fist. Oh, so gosh. Funny. It's there's this weird time. The Tim Tebow era was interesting. But apparently I was a big Tebow fan. Yeah. I, I did not I don't remember being this big of a Tebow fan. <laughs> well, we were a huge Tebow fan because he played for the Florida Gators. Well, that makes sense cuz that's yeah. actually that's within a thousand miles of where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> and I I felt the need to defend this multimillionaire a uh, quarterback from the hordes of people that I'm sure were just yeah really affecting him. And it's but, just the beauty of social media that made right. you feel like you had a megaphone that you Absolutely. really didn't have. You I know? got can I, I forgot to mention this six likes no comments. Actually, you know what? That's pretty good for high school Facebook posting. I know I it's not bad. Real. It's it's this kind of stuff that had to do with sort of nonprofit campaigns and programs and things mm-hmm. that people really got into. Um, another. Very famous one that also happened in this year, Coney 2012. Yeah. Did did we ever get him? Did we? I, I don't know. There, I remember there was an Invisible Children Club at my school. In the yearbook photo, there was only two of them, which but made it, was, it an incredibly funny yearbook photo. But this, what what I find is interesting is that the discourse that we can have in one day on Twitter now would take probably a month to unfold on Facebook back in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what, fascinating? That is crazy because like we we remember things and. F- forget things so quickly on twitter mm-hmm. well i also remember think it's the feral because pigs meme it's gone i do 
Well, I also think it's because you could go and see the same people in high school every day and sort of develop your ideas. Yeah, that's and true. Come back at home <laughs> that night and say, oh, "I'm really gonna bust them up this time," and you know, type something in and send it out and refresh and see what people would say. Because there would be different factions. You kind of knew who in the school you agreed with and who you didn't agree with. Yeah. And so that way you knew where to sit at lunch. Ooh. Yeah. Did you sit at the cool table? I know I did. Define cool and um, also define table, please, because <laughs> there may be multiple levels of this that I'm not qualified to answer. Everybody thinks they sat at the cool table. Um, we we sat at the – so the the outdoor patio at my high school yeah. only had one table. It was like a bunch of square tables that had um, – it was one of square tables, but one table was a rectangle. It was two of the square tables put together because mm-hmm. someone had taken the benches oh. off and put them together. And so we had that big table and it was our right. lunch group and we were like the big group. And the thing was we were shoving people on benches to get them all to fit. Like we had such a big lunch group. It was crazy. And we would always like, we always make sure that someone got to that table before anyone else did before anyone else did. I one see. time the rednecks got the table before us. <gasps> we had a, did you have down. a, did you have a war? Well, no, I knew one of them, and I went because we were in Boy Scouts together back oh. in the day. And I went up and talked to him, and he was like, "Oh, we're just gonna say it today." And I was like, "All right, thanks, Shane, you're the guy." Um, but <laughs> but we we had the big table. My my buddy Duel and I used to. Uh, I had a buddy named Duel. We used to have religious and political debates at the lunch table, uh-huh. and people would get annoyed and leave. <laughs> Do you know the the one thing that I did that was of note at lunch besides uh, eat? <laughs> what? So they would play music over the speakers, and it was a very limited playlist. But the one song that they did have was yeah. Robot Rock by Daft Punk. Okay. Which is a, is a tune from the 2005 Daft Punk album, Human After All. Of course. Yeah. And it would play, and it was kind of electronic. And it was electronic enough for me to, for, to warrant me standing up on my chair and dancing. <laughs> and so I became known as the, the standing dancing guy. Like on, t- I never stood on a table, but I would frequently stand on chairs. That's you now. It is me now, but the yeah. thing is, is that I kind of wore that as a badge of. I talked about that. I gave a speech at graduation. I talked about how I stood and danced on tables, and I kind of used it as a metaphor for how we need to unite as a species. Uh, uh yeah. I even lost myself in there somewhere. But, um, point being, yeah, lunch wasn't very interesting for me. No. <laughs> When when I was when I was a senior, we had, um, or I think when I was a, a junior, they changed lunch to ha- to be a full hour. Um, and like that's the first, that's just asking for it though. It, it, no, it lunch was, was twenty minutes, and then you were back in. They were the, they processed us like cattle. Ah, sorry, my phone went off again. Um, every for, every freaking week. Forget. Yeah, no, we, we got a whole hour. The, the idea was the first half hour was for eating and the second half hour was for you to like go do a school thing if you had to. Like if you mm. had a if you had a um Right. If you had like a, a D an, in a class, you would get an a referral. Overdue library to. book. Sure. Yes. You would have to scrub the floors. Yes. Um but it, it was really fun. And uh it was called Anchor Hour because we were the Commodores. Ah. Um anyway. <laughs> so So wait, I, I I had nothing else to say. I don't know why I said anyway. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Tim Tebow, if you're listening, I know that you are. You're welcome. Verify 2020. So my my hot take time machine. Uh, I've been I've been sitting on this one for a while. This is oh, kind of please. a two parter because the um it's not really a two parter. I mean it it involve it, it's I I posted something in 20 
2011 that was a reference to something I posted in 2009. But the 2009 post is not interesting. Um, in 2011, I posted at my friend Carson, uh, look up Cetaceous on Urban Dictionary. Oh, dot, no. dot, 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 memories, dot, 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 XD. I hope you remember that. Otherwise, this post is rather awkward. Uh, so when I was in middle school, my friend Carson and I made up a word. So I referred to him as a very flirtatious guy. Now, this guy looked like uh, that kid from Zoe 101. What was his name? Chase? The- Logan. No. Michael? Oh, was 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 Logan. The the player? Yes, the rich one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson looked like Logan. So imagine that kid from Zoe 101. Can, so he, can talk- I also can I just get some props real quick for listing off all three of the main male cast members of Zoe 101 <laughs> just without off a second the thought. top of your head, off the top of your head. That was pretty that was pretty good. Thank you. Um he looked like that. And so I I said, "Carson, you're a pretty flirtatious guy." And he misheard me and said, "Did you say cetaceous?" And I was like, no. And he was like, what does cetaceous mean? And I was like, I feel like you're not focusing on the real part of the conversation because I don't think cetaceous is a real word. Um, And he was like, oh, well, we should make it a word. I was like, heck, yeah, we should. And so um, we we decided that cetaceous, we would go and, and call someone, say that someone was looking very cetaceous today. And so I went up, we went up to this girl, Ileana, and said, Ileana, you look very cetaceous today. And we just walked away. Whoa. And she kept coming up to us <gasps> throughout the day. What does it mean? I looked it up. I don't know what it means. Um, so, yeah. It, no we, way. We, Hold on. Did you find it? Yeah. On Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Oh, man. Please yeah. yep. keep going. Or do you want uh, me to read the definition? You can read the definition. If you All want. right. Cetaceous, pronounced cetaceous. A word with many meanings. The word is mostly used to refer to one's appearance or personality in a positive way can be used to really aggravate someone because they don't know what it means and neither does anyone else. <laughs> so you're telling me that you made up a word to say to a girl and then you created a definition for the word that says that you're telling her that you think that she's attractive. Oh yeah, I guess I did. That is next level. That is next level. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. We, you should be teaching a class somewhere. <laughs> Patrick Nevy's dating advice. Oh man, but yeah. So, if, and if you look it up on Facebook, there is uh, there's only two posts. It's mine, and they're not public, so you can't see them. But there's there's two two posts from me, and mm-hmm. there's a person named Cetaceous. Oh no! And that copyright crazy? infringement. I know, right? So, yeah, she's uh, she's that's from Liberia. hilarious. She's actually. Liberian. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> she's a Liberian, so you can look up the word Cetaceous by talking to her. Anyway, so that's that's it for my hot take time machine. I've been I've been sitting on that one for a while. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them 
him to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I like that a lot. I think yeah. these, this is the kind of stuff that we just don't do anymore because we don't have that same just primal drive to that podcast. we that we well oh you mean to to talk to girls yes that's what i mean like yeah there was <laughs> th- this is what i miss is now okay maybe not miss but you can look back on it and kind of think wow that's a an unrepeatable time in my life yeah because now i'm like okay i'm pretty calm around women i can talk to them normally without being a spaz and <laughs> uh and I'm never going to go to a girl and make up a word and then make an Urban Dictionary definition of it so that she looks it up and knows that I was complimenting her. Like, that's, that's not pretty, something that's I'll, pretty, that's pretty nuts, isn't it? <laughs> I'm ever going to do again. And I kind of miss that, you know? I mean, if there's anything you know about me in middle can school we play, is that can I we absolutely play, dripped game. Can we play Green Day over this <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm lamenting? One, 21 guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when I was in middle school, the American mm-hmm. Idiot musical came out, and everyone in my theater group was, like, so excited. I accidentally like, purchased yeah. the version of Holiday from the American the Idiot musical version instead of off of the actual CD. Oh, and you're done. And you uh, can't get that back. No. So now I only know the Hollywood or the Broadway version. The Broadway version. Oof. Yeah. I was accidentally a, a theater kid. Speaking of, speaking of uh, to talking to girls. Kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Speaking of talking to girls. Yeah. At Scott Becker 3 with our user submitted hot take time machine. If you would like to submit a user hot take from way in the past, you can email us, info at thecrunchcast.com, DM us, at thecrunchcast on Twitter. Patrick, on please September take On September 4th, 2010. Okay. So a pretty, pretty long time ago. This is he, a while. He, he posted, Amanda's party was fun while I was there. Even if I wasn't originally invited, <laughs> <laughs> got my butt kicked by girls. <laughs> Lucky me, I don't bruise. <laughs> Thank so you let's so much. Let's take a deep dive For at Scott Becker three. Qu- you just made a hot take time sheet at Scott Becker three. Okay, okay. <laughs> we need to t- we need to take this and we need to analyze it sentence by sentence. Amanda's so, party was fun while I was there. That's fun. That's great. good. Amanda's he party wasn't was invited. He w- even if I wasn't originally invited. Okay, so. This this makes me think one of two things. Either he snuck in or he begged Amanda for an invitation and she just kind of <laughs> threw him a bone of like, sure, Scott, you can come. Please, please stop bugging me about it. And then we get <laughs> and then we get to I the, feel like it's the first one because it I I'm picturing him like getting his butt kicked by girls, like there were girls at the door bouncing. Yeah. And he tried to get in and they just kicked his they, butt. They comedically picked him up, spun him around, and then kicked him out the door onto the onto the pavement and the next morning he's checking his booty in the mirror and he's like the next morning after he wakes up after getting knocked out by the concrete from the front (laughs) yard of amanda's house he's saying wow i didn't bruise at all wow or maybe or maybe it's more he's talking about emotional bruising oh because sad 
Well, that is sad because I know that if I got kicked out of Amanda's party. Which I have been. Can we talk? So how old do you think Scott was? Was this I, okay, so middle I school? Don't, based on, I don't know, it, based on his profile picture. How old he, does he look? He doesn't look really old. He looks about our age. So I like need you to make a, a snap judgment about him. Okay, 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 okay. He graduated college in 2018. Okay, so that's when I graduated. So he's my age. He's your age. Okay, so in 2010, he was in middle school. I, oh, okay, this is perfect. Oh, that's I, even better. Have I told you That about... means his mom dropped him off. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Scott. Because uh. he has to then call his mom. He probably Aww. didn't have a phone. He might have had to borrow somebody's phone Oof. to call. Oof. I remember having, do you remember having to do that? I remember having to do that after cross-country practice, borrow someone's phone to call my mom to come pick me up, and I got sweat all over their phone, and I had to hand it back. I'm so sorry. It's terrible. Oh, that sucks. I also also really appreciate the fantastic self-own by, first of all, sending this to us in the first place, but also he put, got my butt kicked by girls. By girls. In middle school, it may have sounded like he was bragging about it. Yeah. Like, guys, I don't know. If uh, if I should tell you this, but a um, bunch of girls kicked my ass last night. <laughs> <laughs> do you oh, remember man. your first middle school party? Oh yeah, I do. Cause I it do. Was, it I didn't go to like any like bad parties, but I do remember going to a party once and like trying to find it forever, and then getting there and being extremely uncomfortable, and then leaving. Mm. That's because tough. the mom was making jokes about being a cougar. What? No. Yeah. Adam, no. What? And I was like, I don't. Looking back, I realize, oh, she was just talking about young men who are also adults. But when you say that to a group of middle schoolers, it sounds like you're talking to them. And so I was incredibly uncomfortable. And I was like, well, lucky for me, I'm not attractive. So so I just sent you a picture that was taken at my first ever middle school party. Wait, did you text it to me? I did. Oh, no. My phone's on airplane mode. Okay. Ah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, are we pausing? Just waiting. Do I need to make, do I need to make this? Do I, do I need to make this the... Uh, I think you could if you wanted to. The episode art? Yeah. This is an extremely normal picture. I don't know. What? Uh, yeah. Look at my hair. I, is that not how your hair looks now? No. <laughs> I don't have a Jufro anymore. Nah, I like the shell necklace. No, that's a Saint metal. Oh, <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a shell necklace, and I was like, "Where'd you get a shell necklace in Kansas?" What you what you can't see on at, on the lower sort of half of this picture is that I'm most assuredly holding one root beer in each hand um, because I would I would go to these parties and I would just go buck wild on soda and then I would just run around and then brag <laughs> brag to my friends the next day that I drank so much soda that I had to pee in the backyard. Oh my gosh, you were like pretending to get drunk. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah, and it was, oh gosh. It was just my one time that I really got to let loose, you know? Like, I was just like a, <laughs> like a chained lion or a tiger. Ethan's like, I don't party, but I'll occasionally, you know, let loose with a couple of sips of root beer, you know? A couple of I'm feeling a little bit. What a time. What a time. What a time. 
it's uh it's kind of making me a bit morose considering the days that are past the day has gone by yeah we you, you, youth youth is fleeting you see it's you don't you don't forever get to drink so much root beer you have to pee or get hit on by your friend's mom maybe not for you <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back baby um let's talk about some tweets that made us sad The internet is too positive. Tweets that made me sad is a segment where we talk about what makes us sad online. Um, I can I can go first. I can bust out. Uh, okay, cool. What I've got going on first. Because so, my tweet that made me sad is again kind of funny, but I'll do is. one that actually. <laughs> it is. We'll just we'll we'll do this in the inter- interim, in, in interregnum. Is that a real yes, word? Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. So I I saw two tweets that are kind of related. The first one is from. Tulsi Gabbard, who's a presidential candidate at Tulsi Gabbard. And the other one is from at Turing underscore police, who's just a funny account that pops up every now and then um, sort of in our spheres. And they're both sort of connected. So uh, the first one from Tulsi Gabbard says it tags Donald Trump. And it says Trump awaits instructions from his Saudi masters. Having our country act as Saudi Arabia's blank is not America's America first. And then the one from Turing Police is a picture of a fiction book, um, the the girl who could move crap with her mind, and both of these kind of are, I think they're interesting because we don't uh, we don't swear on this podcast except for when Patrick said ass a bit ago. That's uh, fine, it's which okay, is it's fine because it's in it's in the Bible, so we can say it. <laughs> um, what I mean, I can't say everything in the Bible. I'm still trying to figure out how to say Habakkuk. Or <laughs> that's, that's some great Old Testament humor there, Patty boy. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this kind of these two tweets make me sad because they illuminate this really weird and really awful trend that I that I don't like. So it started with. Do you remember when Beto said the f word? I don't. So Beto, this is also tied. Beto. So Beto said the f word a while ago. It's Beto, but yeah, I know it is. I've never pronounced it correctly on this podcast, nor will I. Nor will I. And I will not start now. It was. Uh, it was actually after the mass shootings, like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, he said, "This is effed up," and everyone was like, "Woo!" And I'm just like, "It's so rehearsed, right?" Like, <laughs> they're they're trying to convey emotion by using the swears, <laughs> but it's. It still sounds like. I mean, he's a politician. You know, he ran this by yeah, his campaign he's like, hey, coordinator. Hey, hey, Jeff. He practiced it with his advisor. How do I like, do I enunciate the beginning, the first syllable, or the second syllable? Do I hey? The which, F word has one syllable, and he's practicing it syllable. Which by are syllable. the which which swears do the kids like these days? Is yeah. is <laughs> Should I break out the fiddlesticks? No, that that no, one doesn't exist no, 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 anymore. No. That's not that wasn't even ever a swear word. Is know? oof a swear? I see it, people posting it all the time. Like the, it's just a so another weird. a mass shooting happens. Beto is like oof, oof, chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this is what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, and and so on the other side of the thing, it's coming from this weird in literature, which is a uh, books a loose term, a loose term. Yeah, but um, there are these books that are all out nowadays that are all that have sw- they're crude titles and they're all self help improvement books. Oh yeah, the subtle art of not giving an f. Yeah, and then some other ones of uh, that are sort of feminist and 
and all this stuff. I'm like, who who's the audience, first of all? I think it's these jump off the shelves because when you're at Barnes & Noble, which is the only place you can buy books, yes. you're not expecting to see a swore. A, oh, yes. And when, when, I see watching... a, when I see a swore, I think to myself, oh, what a progressive book. I must learn from it. Exactly. And when you're watching HBO and you see a swore or mm-hmm. a peen, mm-hmm. you're like, this is normal. <laughs> but... <laughs> But when but when when you see it in a bookstore, you go, oh, oh, this is socially unacceptable. I right. must, I'm, I, my, my curiosity has been piqued, mm. and I must, I must check it. Also, I, I read, I read like a cursory summary of the book of the subtle art of not giving an F. It seems like when I was in middle school, and I like really tried to pretend like my feelings didn't matter. You yeah. know, when I was like, oh, like it doesn't matter because I really don't care anyway. You know, like. Teacher gave me gave me a bad grade on a even, paper and then gave me attention. I don't care at all. Look I'm, at just, it. I'm real bad, you know. I don't care. That's what it seems like. And and the 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 guy has like nine rules. I looked it up, and one of them is don't try. And it's like this. What? I have I have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory? Yes, please. My theory is that this self help book uh-huh. is a book by a successful person trying to make other people, people less, less successful. successful. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> well. Have you heard that joke that's like, if I were if I were a successful billionaire, I'd write a book telling all my potential competitors to, to wake up at 4 a.m. And <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody needs to stop trying. It's this weird. I, I think it's what it is at the core of things. If I can get serious for a moment, is a search for um, authenticity, because for whatever reason in our minds. And I it's probably because from when we were growing up, our parents would only swear when they were really serious. At least my parents would only swear when they were being serious. Yeah. Um, or they were really trying to get a point across. And so people are saying, are seeing that and they're going, Oh, this must be really important. Yeah. I, I must, I must need to get my point. This guy's trying to get a point across to me. Yeah. For instance, I, do you know that in Bojack Horseman, they only use one F word per season? Uh, yeah, I did know that actually. Have they I did that in uh, in Breaking Bad too, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, but and it's really it's really funny because they're they're going through situations where if you or I were in it, we might be tempted to say such a thing, right? But um, I've been watching The Walking Dead again recently, and it's oh, incredibly good. funny how no one in the apocalypse gets stabbed and says the f word. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> uh, it's like he this this guy's hanging from a building, and and one of the characters like swings something down to try and get his hands, and he goes screw you, and I'm like that's so funny because it's 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 just vanilla up for TV, but I mean in that moment, it's like I understand why they can't swear. Mm-hmm. I'm not like it doesn't feel inauthentic that they're not swearing. It's yeah. not like swearing is necessary. Correct. But when when it happens in like a season of BoJack, I'm like oh this this is a pivotal moment. Right. Because they yeah. use it properly and they don't yeah. overuse it. Sure. Um, because there are some people that d- you know the people that swear too much, and you're just like, can you? Do you know any other adjectives or adverbs or nouns? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or verbs or gerunds? Because it's like doesn't sound like it. it. Sounds like you know about three. It happens in comedy too. Like you're yeah. saying in seriousness, it happens in comedy a lot, and people try to. Have you heard? Have you heard of the joke of the aristocrats? No. It's the world's dirtiest joke. It's like it's this it's this kind of this legendary joke. I was listening to a podcast, Good One. Uh-huh. Have you heard of it? Yeah, you told me about uh, it. Yeah, and it, Gilbert Gottfried was on it, and Gilbert Gottfried is, as we know, Digit from Cyber Chase, um, yes. among other things. And he uh, he's infamous for this joke, and essentially 
the most famous time he ever said this joke was uh, three days after 9-11. Oh. Um, he made a 9-11 joke. Three days after? After, in oh. New York City at oh. a nationally televised roast. Oh, no. I know. It it was pretty bad. And he, the, entire, the entire crowd was lost. Like, they were, like, gone. They were so mad at him. So we started oh, yeah. telling this joke. And essentially, the premise of the joke is four people walk into a talent agent at his office and he says okay what it's what's your act and it's a dad a mom a brother a sister and a dog and um the guy says what's your act and so they immediately begin performing horrible acts of sex and violence to each other and you go on for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and at the end the talent says so what's the name of this act and they say the aristocrats i know that's it that's the joke that's a terrible joke I know. And everyone's like, oh, it's the dirtiest joke. It's so funny. But like the, the joke is all shock factor. Right. right. It's all like, oh, you don't say those things in real life. And and some of the things were funny. Like I, I listened to parts, but I had to skip through because some of it's like incredibly crude. But there were some parts that were funny. For instance, at one part, at one part of the joke, he stops and he goes, now you might be thinking, why hasn't the talent agent stopped him or something like that? And it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. I didn't think about that. There are, there are a few things that are kind of funny. Yeah. But, but all in all, it's like, okay, all you're doing is just trying to, you're subverting my expectations, but that only works so much. Yeah. It doesn't work for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, it does, but only once, you know? Yes. I get you. You have to keep, you have to keep upping the dopamine hit. Uh huh. Essentially. You have to keep upping the shock. Right. And, uh, it was, it's funny because the introduction to Gilbert Gottfried was, um, some only know him as the dirty old man who made the aristocrats joke, but he's much more than that. I'm like, is he? Is, is he? Is he really? <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is. He's Digit he's, from he's Cyber Digit Chase. from Cyber Chase. That's what he is. <laughs> um, long story short, and I don't want to get lost from this, is I'm just I'm tired of of politicians and people in general oh, okay. in the news or people who with a microphone basically just swearing or using words to, to say like i'm actually serious about this um just show that you're serious about it with your actions and yeah, instead be of authentic instead yeah actually be authentic instead of manufacturing authenticity um because it's fake and it's it sucks and it plays into this whole the the reason that we can't find any real authenticity is because we don't read any any actual real stories because we're enticed by these f- stupid stories that are getting prime shelf space at barnes and noble anyway it's not important I just think yeah. that if we read better books and read better stories, we would have a better sense of what was authentic and what wasn't. Yeah, um, and try not to read self-help books. Yeah. Because, like, some some books that some people categorize as self-help are not really. They're like, here's how you can develop good habits, and, like, here's the benefits of mm-hmm. them. Just freaking but, read Aristotle. Like, go all yeah. the way back to learning about virtue and then build up from there instead of some dude's totally – diluted version of what aristotle wrote way back in the day like it's already been done yeah just do that virtue that's all you need bing virtue bing yeah i I was reading i was reading a a self-help book based on the miracle morning have you heard of that no it's like this guy's morning routine and a lot of it's just like here are some great things you can do in the morning and i'm like all right cool what will that do for my life and it's like it, you, he sells this book based on like you can you can have you have this picture in your mind of a really awesome thing that you could do. Yeah. Uh, but you never actualize it because you need a lot of willpower and a lot of time 
and a goal and a reason. And the book doesn't give you that. The book just gives you this fun little picture you get to look at. And so the subtle art book does the same thing. Right. Uh, and it sells it. It does the same thing that all self-help books do is except it adds this other little flavor of shock of sticker shock. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, that's, that makes me sad. Would I, do you like me to make you sad? Yeah, please. Okay. I was thinking about the Chrissy Stroop tweet. Uh huh. Um, it's just someone saying something dumb about Jesus again, which is nothing new. Oh, absolutely. It happens all the time. Happened yeah. then. Yeah, right. It's it just kind of a silly thing she said, um, and that's all we need to write it off as. At C. Stroop said, more people being super touchy about Jesus. Um, people are being super touchy, quote unquote, about Jesus because she said. Um, if Jesus we, was alive today, would he support Trump? Would he be this? Would he be that? Like. Not only that, she was like, or if he lived to be an old, our man. adoration for people who die young is yeah. misplaced. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's weird. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, Jesus didn't just die young. You understand that, right? And someone said the same thing about Martin Luther King, and uh, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's not like he he contracted a disease and was like, I mean, I guess if the disease is murder, <laughs> he got that. Right? Like, it's, you understand these people were brutally killed they for were killed. being good people, right? Yeah. Like, that's why we show them honor. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, like, what are you, what are you doing with your life? Who even is this person? Um, a journalist. Oh, good. Oh, and a podcaster. Yikes. Jerk. Oof. Global Crossroads podcast. From don't, Portland. Don't, don't get sidetracked, buddy. Anyway, so my favorite one, um, hot take, hot take from at, uh, oh, I don't actually know his ad is. From Ben. From our, our good old pal, Benjamin Shapiro. Benjamin Shapiro. Uh, this, like, just started trending before right we before started we this recorded. episode. Yeah. And I tweeted about it from the Crunch account, so you already know what I tweeted because you obviously follow the Crunch at the Crunchcast on Twitter. If you don't, go do that. Uh, ben Shapiro dismisses allegations of sexual assault against Brett Kavanaugh. Interesting. Um, I Okay, cool. Why did you do that? Quote, nobody has yet described Kavanaugh's genitalia. <laughs> I, and I, I, I am hornswoggled that I, this is the best that he could come up with. It's just here. Here's here's the biggest. Here's, here's why this made me laugh. First of all, because I was like, OK, the reason I watched it was like I was like, OK, there's no way a human person would say that. This must be a taken out of place quote. No, he said it. And so, but no, he straight up was like the people who accused this person, this person, this person, they all described his genitalia. Why hasn't anybody described his genitalia? And it's so funny because Benjamin, Benjamin Shapiro Benjamin. says it. He says it in his classic, like, uh-huh. gotcha, flat monotone. Yeah. Like, this is obvious. This is self-evident to me. I'm Ben Shapiro. And, uh, but the, re- the reason, the reason why this is just so sad to me is that. It's just so typical of people who have made their living off of politics yeah, to align themselves hard right in straight down the ticket. Or hard and here's left. the thing is, straight down the ticket, the issues have been getting – the ticket's been getting longer and longer and longer. And, and, and at some point, right, it's I'm getting like, tired of this ticket. That's a lot of reading. I, it's a lot of reading. I, I got just other wanna, things I just to read. I, I got to do something else, but it's it's like you, you, can't, you can't be – um, you can't be a Republican and say, "Hey, maybe Brett Kavanaugh did do those things, right?" Because then you would be mm-hmm. betraying the cause. Not because the cause. Kavanaugh's a pro-life judge, yeah, being supported by Donald Trump. So you must hate 
the unborn and also Donald Trump. And so it's like, all right, this is just more divisive and more unnecessary. And Ben makes his living off of being divisive. And that's why he said this. And that just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. There's really no, uh, usually we can try to find some kind of up, upside here, some sort of uptick. Um, but this one's just de- depressing. Why, why is he talking about this though? Like why is, is Kavanaugh trending? Yeah. There's like been new sort of allegations, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not too up to date on what's been going on, but yeah, sorry. That's, that's my fault. I can't believe I, I haven't been following the saga. <laughs> it's the, I mean, it's, it's the, the world's biggest reality TV show. Um, yeah. So I, I'm really sad because we didn't have any, uh, dating questions come in yeah, since in, we announced in it. between when we started this podcast and when we, we got to this point, I can come up with some dating advice if you'd like. Yeah, would just say some dating advice. Just Dr. Ethan's dating corner. Uh, step number one, uh, uh, iron your pants. Yeah, Ethan is is a disciple of the crease. Boy or girl. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I do love, well, no, okay, let's be, let's talk real talk right now. Mind your pleats and cues. Mind your pleats, okay? If you, if you're like me and you get done after a long day, and you take off your pants and you leave them on the ground and you think you can just pick them back up and put them back on without ironing them. Boy, howdy, are you mistaken? Boy, howdy. Um, not even giving them a hot 20 in the dryer? Not even a hot 20. Let, let's let's be serious for a second, okay? Of I course, ha- this I have, entire podcast was serious. I have no dating advice. <laughs> I have The longest I've ever dated somebody is three months when I was 18. That was five years ago. You all, were not eighteen. Five, oh my gosh! All of my all of my attempts to date someone since then has been have been thwarted. <laughs> thwarted, man! All of your dating experience goes under the category of hot take time machine. Ah, yeah, it does. Because as you know, any hot take five years or older, you can DM to at thecrunchcast dot com. Please correct. give us content. So anyway, please please do it anyway. Even though even though uh, even though Ethan doesn't think that he can he can give it to us. Uh, really i need a i need a confidence boost it's been a five-year dry spell and i need something that just kind of gets me back on the wagon you know yeah something that gets me thinking about it again something that gets me really back into the scene as it were oh my gosh ethan what i just got a really awesome email let me know you're not you're not even gonna believe who it is i will not at all we just got a (laughs) change.org petition update you're kidding um Hashtag verify 2020. The cause is being joined by none other than Tito from Rocket Power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're who, kidding. as we all know, is a surfer from Hawaii and the co-owner of the and grill man at the Shore Shack. Best friends and business partners with Ray Rocket. Uh, he likes to surf, tell stories, and give advice. Oh, I know, I know all about Tito. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got he's got a lot of uh, famous quotes. You know, like. Um, Right up there, along with JFK, you know, the the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Um, the the day that will live in infamy, you know, uh, who that who was that? both JFK, yeah, yeah. The who else was the was the other guy? Um, we'll fight on the beaches, and we'll fight in our teacups, and we'll fight. Uh, we'll keep beat them down. World War also II. Also JFK. Yeah, yeah, all JFK. Tito says you can paint the coconut shell, but you can't change the milk inside. An insightful oh. comment on race relations in America. Oh no! 
Um, um, Uncle Tito, of course, was voiced by Ray Bumatai, who died in 2004. Aw. What I'm, what I'm realizing is that Uncle Tito has a lot of coconut-themed quotes. Yeah. Never, really? never drink milk from a coconut you have found in the dark. Oh. Wait, where are you getting all these quotes? Sometimes the tastiest coconut is found on the shortest tree. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, is he hitting on someone in that one? <laughs> when you're itching for the waves, the only lotion is the ocean. That's pretty classic. I That's mean, funny. On, that's good. <laughs> um, that's just it's it's good. He's he's got lots of ancient Hawaiian proverbs. The coconut is always greener on a palm tree you can't reach. So it seems mm. to be a contradicting statement with his previous <laughs> tastiest coconut <laughs> is found on the shortest tree. Uncle Tito, famous for mercilessly contradicting himself with his various Hawaiian proverbs. This is the last one. And I think this is a, this is a great way to remember Uncle Tito. Um, a wise man cherishes today because tomorrow he can meet the fiery end at the bottom of a volcano. Oh, my gosh. There you go. <laughs> you know that Tito was throwing people into volcanoes. <laughs> that homie knew how to talk. He, he, he knew how to grill. He knew how to teach. He knew how to surf. He knew how to rock board shorts, the likes of which have never been seen because they're. You ever seen the picture of Kevin James in those wide jean shorts? <laughs> That's what Tito's <laughs> yeah. rocking all the time. All the time. All the time. Uh, Everyone in Rocket Bower had those baggy boy shorts. Yeah. Oh my god. It's kind of a look that I would like to bring back. Honestly, yeah. Um, what do we have to lose? Not, we the only thing we have to lose are our pants. Have I told you that you're the uh, you're the guy from Rocket Power? I'm the guy from Rocket Power. The blonde one with with glasses. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He was definitely the nerd. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so we just want to thank Uncle Tito for uh, making the the intercontinental jump to sign. Uh, as we all know, since Hawaii is on an island, they do not have internet there. Um, which is why <laughs> Rocket Power is set in the '90s because it's just stuck in that. In that, I think Rocket of... Power takes place in California, but yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, does it? I think so. Yeah. Dear Lord, <laughs> I'm getting I'll, all my content is wrong now. Oh my um, God, that is wrong. He's just from Hawaii, so I, he retired. So after Rocket Power, he retired to Hawaii. He made the trip. This is what it is. Um, so thank, thank you, Tito. You, thank you, Tito, for coming out. Love your vodka. Signing the petition. Um, I hope they get some sort of tube that will bring the internet to your house soon. So you can listen to this <laughs> podcast and hopefully join us as a guest. Um, hashtag verification 2020. I would also like to give a brief shout out um, to uh, Patrick Tolls. Um, do you know Patrick Tolls? Patrick? The name sounds familiar. So Patrick Tolls was a focus missionary last year. Um, he is currently no longer a missionary. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Patty Ice 8, um, that he is pursuing a career in the XFL. Oh yeah, so he was a he was a quarterback for Kentucky when he was in college. Gotcha. And uh, he became a missionary, and he was sort of like a big deal on all the focus promotional materials for a long time because it was like, look, we got a quarterback. And so uh, he he tweeted, he said, "When can I be on Verify 2020?" And Patrick, as soon as you sign the dang petition, you can be a Verify 2020 celebrity guest. Yeah. But until listen. then, until then, you're not getting anything from us. Okay. You're not getting jack. You're not getting jack, right, my guy. Squat. I don't care if you're a quarterback and can beat me up. I'll take you on one v one me right now. I'll go. He's actually one of the biggest people that's ever picked me up. Um, <laughs> he, when we were we went to the beach at training two years ago, and he picked me up and put me around his shoulders. It was like I was a towel. Like I, he just kind of whipped me around. 
It was amazing. Um, I also told him that if he put a crunch sticker on his helmet, that he would get an eternal eternal spot on the bear. Hashtag verification 2020. Uh, we'll Hall send him fame. a sticker. We will we'll send, send you. We'll send you a circle sticker so it doesn't look weird on your helmet. Absolutely. Send us your Addy. We'll send you the stick. Final shout out to to Andrew Jordan for prophetically predicting our Mitchell Musso uh, verify verification twenty twenty uh, promo before listening to the episode. He hit us up with a hot take time machine that we can't read because it has a swore in it. But he said that Mitchell Musso turned into a jerk. Andrew Jordan now writes for those those books. Andrew Jordan now writes self-help books. Self-help books about Mitchell Musso. And again, another Mitchell Musso fact I didn't know. Apparently, he did a horrible music video about the three R's of reduce, reuse, and recycle. Oh, no. It's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. No. <laughs> it's absolutely mind-bogglingly bad. Do you think that Mitchell Musso bad. teamed up with the It Gets Better project and also potentially Tim Tebow before Tim Tebow backed out because he had too much on his plate because he was in the NFL and building a hospital in the Philippines? I know it's about the three R's, but Mitchell Musso took a big old L on this one. <laughs> oh, good one. Thank you. Never never gets old for Patrick Nevy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yes. Well, it seems we've reached the end of our time together. It seems. <laughs> I now have a 40-minute drive back to my house. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, the people can find us uh, at the Crunchcast on Twitter, at Propostle, at catholic pat you can find us on facebook the crunch you can find us on patreon patreon.com slash the crunch and you can send us anything that you want to if info at the crunchcast.com and i mean anything i have my safe filter turned on so (laughs) you can't get me can't get through that um i keep it on lock i never download unsafe attachments that's for never. dang sure. I don't even hit show preview. I never click links without copy and pasting them into my browser window. Yeah. Because that's good practice. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I just don't click links. That's fair. Um, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Just keep it cetaceous, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you all next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.